I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What is up, y'all? It is the best bits and not just the bits on this one. This is the interview with a show member that I bring on and we just sit here and talk for as long as possible. This weekend, it's Eddie. Hey, it's my turn again. It is, but it feels like it's been forever. I'm rotating through Mm -hmm. all y'all and it feels like it's been forever. Not for me. I really, every time you come up to me like, hey, can you do the bits with me or the best bits with me? And I'm like, wow, I feel like we just did it, but let's go because I have fun doing it and it's almost like my week... I always think of my weeks like, okay, well, this week is when I have this going on. That week is when I have this going on. And usually I remember like, it's been a while since Morgan's asked me to be on the best bits. I bet you this <laughs> is the week that I'm going to be on it. So. I know. We always get to catch up because when, let's be real. When we're sitting in studio, you and I are working all the time. We don't get to really like hang out and talk about things in People life. don't realize that. And you know, when like, I guess this week or I don't know, last week, whatever, People love to call us out when we're not paying attention. And I feel like you and I are the two people that it can really, really happen to because we're always working as we're doing the show. Yes. And and when we say working, it's not even just like working on something that is easily to be like you can have your attention taken from both. Yeah. We're listening to videos back in segments back in one year. Yes. Left ear's doing that. And then the other ear has the live show in it. It's crazy. So you're literally, your brain's going at full speed on both ends. I compare it to like a piano player where the left hand is doing one thing and the right hand is doing something completely different. Yes. And if we don't do that, then you and I will have to go and work literally the entire day until like midnight trying to catch up on everything yeah. so it's not physically possible to not do that <laughs> correct so i do i did feel bad when you got called out though like it was pretty funny the way oh like, my that gosh. you had gotten called out in that moment i think that was on the post show at some point i was this called week. out by a caller uh-huh. Someone took time in of the out of their day to call in the show and blame. You know why that out. is? People love seeing us be punished. Mm-hmm. That is a very real it. thing. I get it, but that's not what we're here talking about. What are we talking pretty about? Pretty funny. Um, well, at number seven is Cole Swindell. He came on the show, and and that's so awesome because Cole is just a great human. But I want to know: Do you have any plans to see anybody in concert this year? Any artists? Uh, Garth. 
Well, you this can't weekend. say that because you're opening for but him. But here's the and deal, you mean though. Next weekend. Here's the deal. Next weekend. But here's the deal. So when we open up for artists, people don't realize that the opener, for the most part, doesn't stick around. Usually it's like we're opening for so-and-so, and then tomorrow we have another show somewhere else. So you kind of get a head start. You play your show, and then you leave, go to the next city and play the show. So when we open up for people, we rarely, rarely get to sit and enjoy the show. You bet your butt <laughs> that, Garth, I'm going to sit there and watch the entire show. And you you get to stay? Do you get to stay behind the stage? Where do you know. get to stand that's and watch good, the show? That's a good question. Because you, you probably don't have tickets. Probably not, but I would think that if we ask the right people and we say, hey, can, do we have seats? Can we sit in the crowd? They'd probably get us some seats or we can stand by the soundboard or something. But, I mean, being on the side of the stage would be kind of cool at a Garth show. But I, the thing about Garth shows, especially at a stadium, is there's really not a side side stage, stage You're situation. You're right, it's kind of a big circle, He's right? He's literally like right in the middle. He's in the middle? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I didn't think about that. So, like, you could be side stage, but you'd be in the way, like, the whole time yeah. for Garth. Yes. Oh, oh, and I have one, of course, Pearl Jam. They will be oh. here in September. I knew there had to be one yes. that you bought tickets for that you are going. Yes. And I think I'm going to take- Bridgestone? Bridgestone. And I think I'm going to take my son. Just you two? Uh, maybe some friends might be flying in town. People, I mean, just old friends that we've- I mean, we've gone to concerts together, and that's our thing. We love Pearl Jam together. So they might fly in, and then I'll bring my son with us. Because my son, I feel like I, this is my 14-year-old boy. I feel like I have not done my job to kind of do the one perk that I have in my job, is to go to shows for free. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the best perk I of know, our entire job. I know, and I, and I was wondering, like, what's a good show to take my son to? You know, like, what would he like? Because he likes all kinds of music. And so I'm always just kind of being like, hey, do you do you want to go to this show, whatever? But he's very indecisive and he'll just straight up say like, no, not really. Like, I'm good. I'm good. But I feel like I have to kidnap him and be like, nope, you're coming with me. <laughs> and that's what I'm doing with Pearl Jam. Like, sorry, bud. You're coming with us to go see Pearl Jam. Well, and for everybody who doesn't know, Pearl Jam is Eddie's absolute favorite. Absolutely. Top, since I was a top kid. of everything. Yes. And so are you trying to instill that favoritism in your son? I want my son because we do bond about music. We He loves older music and I love uh, showing him older music and kind of uh, giving him the background of certain bands and like history of you of trying cer- to make sure he doesn't turn out like me. No, <laughs> where I don't more know like things. Lunchbox. <laughs> See, you know, you know music more than Lunchbox does. Lunchbox knows nothing about music. Fair. So I don't want honestly if if he grew up like Lunchbox or if it was just instilled in his personality where he doesn't care about music, I wouldn't even try. But that's not the case with him. He loves music. He loves discovering new music. And so I that's me. That's me. So I love being the dad that kind of shows him around, except I have not taken him to live shows. So I'm looking so forward to that. So has he not been to a concert at all? My concerts. He's been to two or three of, of Raging Idiot shows. So you were his first concert. Uh, Yes. And then I did take him to the Beach Boys, but that wasn't really cool because the Beach Boys were like 80. Mm, and <laughs> he's probably like, what was happening he, on stage? I mean, he was a teenager, you know? Yeah. So he's he's sitting there watching but like- Eddie, isn't Pearl Jam like 80? No, they're not. They're not 80. <laughs> okay, they're like 60. And it's more of a rockin' show. Like, it's 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 loud. Okay, they but correct still... me if I'm wrong. Are they not like 60? No, they're 50. Okay, close enough. It's maybe. 60. Well, maybe late 50s. Maybe late 50s. That's <laughs> crazy. Saying, I feel like those are the same era. That's crazy, too, because I guess they'd be considered classic rock. Oh, yeah, my they, God. Oh, they absolutely are classic rock. But that would be like my dad taking me taking me to go see Led Zeppelin. Like, that's really cool. Or Pink Floyd. Like, I, I would have loved that. My dad never did that for me. 
But so it, it's still cool. I think it's cool if I take him to go but see. But you Pearl just Jam. said he didn't like Beach Boys because they were old. So I'm the, a little concerned. Of- Beach Boys were our parents' music. Maybe before your parents' music. No, my dad loves the Beach Boys. Okay, so so that's because he was probably in middle school listening to the Beach Boys. Yes. Okay. Okay, so they are just a little bit older. Yeah. Okay. Pearl okay. Jam is my middle school. Okay. Not my parents' middle school. Fair, fair, so, fair. So maybe we're gradually kind of building up to, all right, we're going to go see Bieber now. <laughs> you know? All right, fine. We'll go to whatever. Is there somebody he really wants to see? No, who does he really like? I mean, he he loves just like top forty music. I asked him if he wanted to go see Dua Lipa, and he said no, which is kind of cool. It's, it's kind of happy he said no because <laughs> you I didn't look, really want to go. I, I see her on tip on TikTok and see kind of the kind of, the kind of people that are there. Like I I wouldn't really. Yeah, I got like Justin Bieber, Harry Styles concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> not. That's not kind of my crowd. You know, I'd definitely stand out. Well, that will be a fun concert for y'all. That's exciting to mm-hmm. hear about. Yeah. I also want to know, too, because you're talking about classic rock, and this is really funny. <laughs> I was cleaning out my computer, right? Mm-hmm. And I've worked in, in radio since I got out of college. I worked in Wichita, and then I worked here. At Channel. Yeah, Channel 963. <laughs> That's where I met you. In um, the Bull, 1021 The Bull. You met me through the Bull. Through the Bull, but yeah. you were also doing stuff at Channel. Yes. Um. So... But because of those roles that I had in Wichita and I had here before the show, I was a digital director for multiple radio stations, not just country. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, rap, rock, alternative, everything. And so I was cleaning out my computer and I stumbled upon this like backstage interview that I had totally forgotten about that we had done. Oh my gosh, please. Do you know who? No. It's a, I believe he's classic rock. I say that, but it was with the classic rock station and it's a, it's a guy. And his name is only one word. Sting. Yep. Yeah. No, that's, Literally no. had a backstage interview and I don't remember See, it. that's crazy because he is a iconic. Massive. Classic rock dude. Like, he is amazing. Well, and I was going as like the digital person and there was a rock host who was oh. doing the interview and she was freaking out, right? And I'm just like, I don't know who this guy is. I don't oh. know what's happening. I'm just here. And I'm sitting in the backstage dressing room with Sting, a rock host, and me. It was us three. You want to hear something interesting about Sting? Wow. <laughs> I don't even know if this is true. Okay. But he is known. I don't even know if I can say this on the podcast. He is known. Uh, I don't know if he's even confirmed it, but it's just something that is out there. He can last for hours. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> it, uh, it, it, in, sweet, sweet love. In, in bed. He, that, that's the rumor that Sting can last for How did hours. You even find that? I out? have no idea. It's like something. It was like something I read, or maybe like it was rumors that people were talking about about rock stars. Um, and it was something where he actually takes the time to train to do that. Interesting. And, yeah. Is he married? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know anything about him other than he's an awesome rock yeah. star. Do you know any of his songs? Like any of the music? Yeah. Well, Sting was the lead singer for the Police, so the Police sang like Roxanne. Okay. See, wouldn't have even known that. Yeah. Did not know Do you know that. Roxanne? Yes. When you just said that, yes. Roxanne. He's also the one that sings a, every breath you okay. take. Okay, yes. I know them now that you say yeah, it. Yeah, there's a few more. But, but now, then he went solo, right? And then now he is solo. Okay. And he does more kind of, of a world uh, style sound. It sounds almost like something you would hear at the Sharper Image if you're shopping. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very like jungly and stuff. Yes. I think that's different. what rock stars do when they get older. They're like, yeah. They're just making creative things yes, at that point. Yes, yes. yes. 
So is there anybody you forgot that you met, like thinking about this this scenario? And I met Sting, which I totally had forgotten. I about. mean, I love classic rock, and I will give you a story—a funny, funny story of how I snuck backstage. This was during South by Southwest, which is a music festival in Austin, and it comes every year, every March. And I was working for a TV station, and I had kind of the inside scoop of who was going to be where. Because South by Southwest, it's like Morgan number two is going to be at this stage, and it's all over the city. Mm-hmm. So like Multiple one, stages. One bar will have a, a night of music. Another bar will have a night of music. I mean, a place that's usually an office building is a venue. So like that's how it works. And I've heard that Slash from Guns N' Roses – um, Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine, uh, Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction. I'll, these are all like massive 80s cla- rock people. Okay. That they were all going to be at this venue and they were surprise guests and it was billed under like a random name. So I'm like, we have to be there. <laughs> so we get there like hours early and there's no one there. It's just us. And slowly people start showing up because the word was getting out. And then before you know it, oh my gosh, here they are. It's Slash. It's Tom Morello. It's Jane's Addiction. They're all, they're all like backstage. And I go, I have to get back there. I have to get, I'd already been drinking. I've been drinking for hours. Oh, Ed, Drunk Eddie's a fun, uh, <laughs> so, Drunk Eddie loves to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. So I somehow weasel my way back there. I talk to some people, whatever. I know the door guy and I'm like, dude, let me just go in there. All right, go ahead. So I go in there and they are jamming. They all have guitars and they're singing like sweet child of mine, like, oh, sweet <laughs> child of mine. And, and it's them, their people and me. And I've got like two beers in there, like, let's go. And then finally I see one of the managers kind of look over like, who's that guy? <laughs> like, I know everyone in here. Who is that guy? And then finally, somebody said, "Hey, dude, you gotta, you gotta get out." Like, we That's all don't hilarious. know you. Hilarious, but you never went up to him. You were just no, there vibing. I was just vibing, and that was all I wanted to do was just be part of what they were doing. And I learned that night that you may think that sneaking in backstage is easy and you will not be detected, but trust me, you will always be detected because everyone knows who everyone is back there. So yes, but for a brief moment, I, you were not detected. They thought I was one of them. Uh-huh. Yes. Until you started vibing a little too hard. <laughs> yes. And they're like, this guy does not fit in. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story though. Thank How you. many, when was that? How many years this ago? This was probably 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. And it still, still oh, never, sits with I'll you. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I love that for you yeah. though. That you, that that's a really so good Eddie moment. Yeah, yours was Sting. Sting. Yeah, got uh, it. I was Sting. Yours was another. These, these are all classic rock people. You want to hear another one real quick? You got another yeah, one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Give I it do. To me. Yes. This is when I met uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. I, I didn't know Jake Gyllenhaal. I'd seen him in movies or whatever, but I had. Some, you ever heard of Mumford and Sons? Yes. Mumford and Sons was where they were playing a show at this venue. I didn't have tickets, but my friends did. So I went with them, and I said, I don't know. Maybe sometimes people are selling tickets outside. And I'll just buy a cheap ticket and go in with you guys. So like, okay. So they, we walk up, they go into the show and I'm like, anybody selling tickets? Nope. Nobody's selling tickets. All right, fine. I'll just go to this bar next door. So I sat at the bar next door, me, myself, and I sit at the bar and these two dudes come up and they sit next to me. I'm like, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, dude? How do, what do you, you guys from town? And they go, and they said, no, we're actually, um, just passing through. We're videographers for this, uh, for this music tour with Mumford and Sons. I'm like, oh, that's videographers. That's cool. I'm a videographer. He's like, really? Yeah, that's what I do. Like, well, that's cool. So what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, man, we've been following them for, you know, two months now on tour. 
And it's kind of cool. We're on a train and we go from town to town and that's how we, we tour. Traveling by train. Traveling by train. And it's like we started just like shooting the S and like just talking <laughs> and getting to know each other. And then out of nowhere, Jake Gyllenhaal comes up and he goes, all right, guys, you ready to roll? And I look and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I, I know this dude. Like that's Jake Gyllenhaal. And the guys I'm talking to go, yeah, hey, let's go. And they say, hey, Eddie, good to meet you, man. We're, we're going to take off. Oh, you guys going to the show? He's like, yeah. You want to come with us? And I said, yeah, let's go. So me, those two videographers and Jake Gyllenhaal, we walk it. We walk towards the venue. The guy at the door goes, oh my gosh, Jake Gyllenhaal, come on in. I mean, we're all rolling in. I'm acting like these guys are my lifelong friends. <laughs> I got my arm around Jake and these other guys. And then we just walk in the venue. They start heading backstage. And I, and somewhere in the middle, I'm like, all right, I, I got to bail. Like, there, I'm not going to be able to pull this off for the rest of the night. Like, I can't just sit there and talk to Jake Gyllenhaal and act like I, I know who he is or anything. <laughs> so while we were walking through the venue, I just decided to just bail. I was like, guys, I'm going to go to the restroom real quick. I'll be back. And I went to the re restroom, found my friends, and that was it. You know what, though? That probably made you so much cooler to them because they were probably like, this was really cool. And this guy's really awesome. But then they were like, oh, like, you know. Do we really, are we yeah. hanging out with like, him the Like, what are we going to talk to this guy about for the rest of the night? So they were probably like, you know what? That was really cool. <laughs> yes. He just disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. So and now you're just mis the, the mysterious guy that disappeared at Mumford and Sons. Uh-huh. I was Jake Dillenhall's friend for uh, about one minute. That's pretty cool, though. <laughs> yeah. That's, pretty, That's pretty cool. So stupid. That's a great story. I mean, I love that one. I also, listen, we got we got so much more to talk about, too, because at number six was Bobby and Lunchbox's new business idea. They're going into the business for oh, the yeah. first time. I need to know, do you have any crazy business ideas or inventions? And I'll let you think on okay, this. Okay, I'll think okay? about it. Because this, this is something that I really want to do. And I have no idea how to do it, if it would be an item, if it would be a tool. I don't know. Do you have some? I have an idea. Okay. I need myself or someone to invent something okay. that easily removes the stupid sticky barcodes that come on items when you buy them. Okay. There's, I don't know what that is. There's something called Goo Gone. Yeah, I don't think that works on those. Doesn't? Mm -hmm. are, are you just making excuses because you want to invent something like Goo Gone? No, I just, I've never tried it. <laughs> you, I, I think, so you're talking about like a sticker? Yeah, like and you, you know take how the, it off and which, it never comes by off. By the way, we are in we are in the digital age, right? Uh -huh. Why the frick is there Whoa. still stickers? <laughs> you thought I was gonna say that word. I really did. Why the frick uh -huh. is there still stickers on products that we buy? Yeah. Why is that still necessary? I mean, it's still old school to scan barcodes. Okay, yeah, but like, is there not a new invention of something to stick it on with rather than the stupid adhesive that's on there already? You're right. They should all be like, uh, you know, the sticky stuff they put on your windshield when you get an oil change? Yes. That never sticks. It never sticks. That, that's what they should so do. So why is that working on certain things, but not on the products that we buy? And then know. it sits on the product that I buy on my shelf for 20 years. That's what you should invent. Right? A stickless sticker. That, like, if you need it, it'll stick for as long as you want. But if you want to peel it off, it'll come right off. See? That's what I need. Because I know there are things that help get it off, right? Yeah. But why do I have to get it off in the first place? Why can't it just easily come off? I get it. But for sticker stickers, mm -hmm. that where you, you you try to peel it off and then it rips and it won't come oh, off. And you got to use your fingernail to kind of goo gone. It'll take everything off in a second. Goo gone. Goo. G-O-O-O. You know Gone. I learned something right now. Goo gone. Appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> Do you have a, a business or a tool idea that you want somebody to invent? I feel like every Christmas I have an idea and I'm like, we would kill if we did this. 
But I really don't know. I don't know if it'll make any money. I don't know if it could be a good money, a money maker. I don't even know if you can do it year round. But I feel like in the age of Amazon, oh man, I don't even want to tell people because someone's going to run with my business so idea. So you, you know it's not out there at all. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. No, or else I would use it. But every Christmas, you order Amazon packages. How many? Tons? Yeah. I mean, a lot. Or a lot. I also just order them all the time. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, that's why I think year round it could work. But we order Amazon packages all the time. So you're stuck with cardboard boxes, sometimes huge, sometimes little. But really, like at Christmas time, I don't know what to do with cardboard. I don't know, like my recycling bin isn't big enough to throw all these cardboard boxes. So Mm -hmm. I want a service that comes by my house and picks up my cardboard. Just here. Here's all my Christmas wrapping, cardboard, recyclables, whatever. It's all outside. Pick it up and I'll pay you. If you're talking recycling, I'm pretty sure that's a thing. What do you mean? I'm pretty sure that's here already. Like they can pick up your cardboard? Yeah, like your cardboard, your recycle, because cardboard's recyclable. Yeah, I know, but recycling here comes every two weeks. No, it comes once a month. Or wh- that's what I'm saying. Even once, worse. Once a month, which is ridiculous. But I do think you can pay to have it more often. Uh, I'm just talking about a service <laughs> that, like, they're there. I, look, I put that box outside my door, and then it's gone. You need it for specifically cardboard, right? Because that's that's this, the annoying one. Well, this would be the, the cool thing about it is they pick it up, and then somebody's always needing cardboard to move to get different things in and out of their house, right? So the service, which you – because going to buy cardboard okay. boxes – Okay, now you're talking. Is so expensive. So what we do is we pick up used cardboard boxes – Take them out. Take them off your hands. You don't need them anymore. They're annoying. Then we store them. And then when someone's like, I'm moving, I need cardboard boxes, we deliver cardboard boxes yes. for your move. And cheaper than the store, so then it makes it worth it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. when you move, where do you go find boxes? Well, I try and find them at like a Sam's or a place that threw them out, yeah. right? Because I don't want to go pay for them. Liquor stores have yes. them. Yes. And I also hate storing like boxes. I don't keep my boxes for things. Right. Because I hate storing them. Right. No, they take too much too much space. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of the There's idea. Something there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think so too. Every Christmas, though, that's when I'm like, oh my gosh, where is this service? Yeah, there's something there. Okay, I can see it. Hey, let's talk about it. I, I could get let's in make on everyone that. on this show jealous. They think they're so. Oh, I make T-shirts. <laughs> oh, I have totes. No, no, no. We have a service that kills. Yes, I'll get in on that with okay. you, Eddie. All right. You can go in business I together. Like it. There's another one I want to, and and I know that based on like all the Elizabeth Holmes stuff that we keep talking about, that somebody tried to do that. But I I wish the there blood was stuff. Yeah, like the, how they try to make a product that would like help you fix everything or whatever. Okay. What I just want is one medical test. Like, say I got to go to the doctor once a year, and all I have to do is take one test, and I find out everything that's wrong with me, my allergies, my any broken bones, if I have sore, I don't know. Everything in my body, just whatever's going on. <laughs> like when you go to the car place and they stick something on the car yes! and, it, and it tells them exactly what the problem is. Yes. And then everything else is fine. It's just the one thing that needs to be fixed. I love the idea. How do we do that? I don't freaking know, but I need it. I need that in my life. There's you know probably- why? I hate going to a doctor and saying, this is what's wrong with me, but I have no idea what's actually wrong with me. Isn't it crazy that they can take a little bit of your blood and then find out so much information from the blood? Yes, but what's all, but what's But not everything, about, not yes, everything. They'll be like, okay, well, you need a blood test for this, a blood test for that. We got to do this for that. I'm like, just give me one test. Yeah, you're right. 
I'm so anxious. I hate needles. Mm-hmm. I hate taking tests. Just give me one test. Whether it's a full body scan, I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I'm sorry. Somebody just walked in here with something over their head, and I don't know what it is. Oh, what's happening? <laughs> I don't know. Strange. <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Very ironic, too, because it's somebody who's holding, like, a medical equipment. Yeah. And we're talking about, like, a full body scan. He's like, I, this is exactly what you need. Here it is. I appeared. <laughs> I but have yeah, invented that's what that. I want. That's good. I like that. Right? I, I, I wouldn't, I, I don't have a clue on how to come up with that. That's the thing with like apps. Oh, yeah, I want to invent an app. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. How do you even program an app? Right? We don't know. But there are super smart people. And I do, I do have yes. some friends that are in the tech world. But I'm saying that's my, that's my one thing that I want to do. I like it. So we have two possible Let's business ideas. It. We're going to go work on that. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made Raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Well, that was a wild little 15-minute or 15-second break we just had to take because... Yeah. 
Somebody had to take dimensions of the room on this crazy machine they had. But I think it's ironic. We were just talking about inventions, and that looks like s- something that someone kind of said, oh, I need a, a contraption to put over my body and measure our room. He was coming in to, me- to do measurements in the room, but it was like a thing he put on his body. Yeah. You know what I do to measure a room? I use Measuring a tape, tape measure. <laughs> yeah, so do I. I have to put it all out, and it moves around on me. I'm I know. like, I hate this thing. <laughs> That would be nice to use or, one or of those. it comes in whenever you don't want it. It's like... Yes. <laughs> but that right there, the thing that this man walked yeah. in with looks like yeah. it was like a million dollars. That looks very expensive. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. In, in at number five, Amy's friend's truck got stolen after she used it. It was a whole thing. But I, I don't want to talk about that because there was a lot with that and a lot that she updated on. We have been talking on the show this week, okay? We've shared our good mood jams, and we've shared our heartbreak jams. Yeah. Do you have a sad girl jam? Sad girl jam? Mm-hmm. I do like sad girl music. I know, and I call it sad girl sad girl jams because it's when I get a feel in my feels for no reason. Yeah. Sometimes you just really want to cry, and you need to throw on some sad girl jams. Is that Olivia Rodrigo driver's license, that sad girl jam? I mean, you can put it there if you want that. I mean, that song, like... I, when it first came out, I'm like, what is this? This is stupid. But the more I listen to it, I'm like, this is really good. You play and it, it while you're me, driving? puts me in a mood. <laughs> it really does. You go home and you're like angry at your wife. You're like, you you did that when I just got my driver's license. How old is she? And she's like, what? Um, she, she I don't know. I don't think she's 21 yet, actually. No, there's no there's no way she's 21. Olivia Rod Rodrigo age. Let's see. 19 years. Oh, she's 19. See, she seems way younger than that. Yeah. She's like a baby baby. Yeah. But that's but good. But she doesn't look like it. No. And you, then you see her and you're like, oh, she's so much older. What's your uh, sad girl jam? Uh, okay, you know Ross Copperman. Yeah. And Cam. Okay. You know them? You know? Yeah, I know them. Uh, they well, they a have song? a song together called Everything Changes. And oh, it is, is it good? so good. Really? Like, lately, I don't know why, like, the shift of the universe or whatever, as I was talking about on last weekend's best bits of, of the thing that I believe in, but... Whatever it is, I've just been in this vibe, and I've just needed, like, a really sad song. Like, nothing's wrong in my life. Everything's fine. Oh, no, you don't need anything to be wrong no. in your life for a song to get you. But this song makes me want something to be wrong in my life so I can really, <laughs> <laughs> like, cry to it. But it makes yeah. me feel so emotional, and I'm like, I have no reason to. See, this is ama- This is what I'm talking about. I literally tried to have a conversation with Lunchbox about that, about music moving you. I heard a song the other day that I hadn't heard in a long time, and... It just took me to a place, and I was like, really, kind of like, oh man, I really miss home. And it's like, he's like, through a song, like you listen to a <laughs> song, and it took you someplace. Like, yes, music does that. Like, you listen to music, and it literally transports your brain to a moment in time. You remember everybody that was there. You remember what if it was cold. You remember if it was hot. What, what you know, if it was summertime. <laughs> Lunchbox can't relate in any way towards that. That is crazy. My dad is like that. My dad. So how did you get the mm, love for music? My mom. My mom. Her. She has. My mom has fourteen brothers and sisters, and I would say out of all of them, like nine of them either play music or married someone that was in music. Interesting. I mean, music runs hard in my family. But your my mom's side did not listen to music. He like he puts in the background. Like if we're out grilling, he puts music on, but he doesn't know who anyone is or cares or whatever. Yeah. So he would not pass any music test. No, 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 no. He would be like lunchbox and music trivia. Yes. 
Wow. I know. It's crazy. That's crazy to think about just mm-hmm. considering like how you turned out. I love music. Yeah. And yeah. I love that you're passing it on to your son. Do you think your other three sons are going to be similar? Or do you get a vibe that they don't really care yet? Out of the four, I would say three love music. There's one, there's one in there where he doesn't mind music and he loves like certain beats, but he can do without it. He's like, mm. he, he's kind he's just, he's, his personality is, is not about arts really. It's more about just getting things done. Interesting. Does he like sports? Love sports. Mm. Okay. Cause there, there are like creatives and then there's kind of athletes. Yeah. Like those are, I think I would classify those as two separate things. You're in the middle though. You're in the middle cause you're athletic. Yes, and but you're also creative. But you always lean one one way or the other, mm-hmm. right? Like I leaned into creative as I got older, but I played sports. So like you you sit in the middle and I, like as each year passes, you start to transition to one. Yeah. You still have that other side of you, but you are definitely more you're like 90% this and 10% that. So what's your percentage? Like probably seventy five percent creative and twenty five percent athletic. Because I still do sports. I still I'm still really active. Yeah. But I'm very creative. I've always been very creative. Deep thinker. Yeah. Well, and and it's not even like as much that as it's just like I just really like to evolve my thinking, and that comes with being a creative. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just always trying to like change. I'm everything's always changing in my brain. Do you, um, when what do you, you think you are, by the way? Uh, I am definitely 90% creative, 10% the other. Did you play sports at all growing I up? I did, but they wouldn't, I'm not very competitive. That's the problem. <laughs> I could play sports and I, you and, know what, Eddie, I bet you're a great teammate though. I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like we were playing basketball the other day and Bobby literally, it was me, Bobby, we're playing with a bunch of friends and I stole the ball and I passed it to him, and he's under the basket, and it was such a fast transition that the defense didn't bother. They were like, all right, they're going to score. There's no, there's no point to run across the other court, the side, other side of the court. So I give him the ball, and Bobby's like, hey, hey, I'll pass it to you. Do an alley-oop. And I'm like, no, you're good. Take it. <laughs> and, and literally, it was a 10-second deal. He's like, no, I'll pass it to you. No, go ahead. You're under the basket. Just take it. Yeah, and the other team's like, somebody shoot the ball. <laughs> We're not running over there to defend you guys. Just shoot the ball and get it in there. You, Yeah, you're definitely not it's a, a <laughs> competitive human. It's just like I have fun being active and, mm-hmm. and athletic and playing games, but I don't care if I win or lose. You would be the athlete that could have rode the bench the whole time and been like, yeah, let's go. I did. A lot. I did. And I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I the best teammate. Loved it. And when it was my time to go in, I had a blast. You are a team player. Yes. Love that for you. But, but yes, that makes sense. But my son that's not very into music, very competitive. Mm-hmm. Very competitive. Yeah, he's going to lean into that mm-hmm. other side. Mm-hmm. And your other your other sons, I think I can figure out who's who in that situation <laughs> yeah, pretty I'm sure, easily. I'm sure you can. So, but that's that's cool. At least you have hey, you have three like you, but your wife is an athlete though, right? She's more yeah, she's more athletic than I am. Yes. Yeah, so yes. that that's where the other side of that comes <laughs> in. You you guys mesh in that. Yes. Sense. Yes. <laughs> oh man. I mean my I like I think too, like my boyfriend would be considered more of an athlete than he is a creative. Mm. Definitely more of that. I mean he does the jujitsu. Does he all that like stuff. music? He does. Oh, he loves music. Okay. But like, so he would be a 75%, 25%, like he has that creative side, but 75% is athlete. Yeah. He loves being sports. He loves being active and all that good stuff, which is crazy to be like involved with. Right. Cause I'm like, we're so different yeah. in so many ways. Oh, but that's kind of what makes a perfect couple. Mm-hmm. You fill those voids because that's not never been you. And then you get to learn about something completely new. 
you meet someone that's just like you, it's like, well, we don't get to really learn anything new because we're just like each other. Yes. Just it goes back to the it doesn't evolve my thinking. It Correct. doesn't move me forward. Yeah. Constantly like that. I like being challenged. Yep. Always. And if I'm not being challenged and if I, I'm idle too long, I don't like it. Mm. I'm like, this is not working for me. Move quickly to the next thing before I get bored. <laughs> so come on, let's move. <laughs> I do want to talk to you too about um, uh, uh, some random food worlds. Okay, ready? I'm just yeah, going to break them down for I you. I love these, by the way. Krispy Kreme. This is great for love your Krispy family. Love Krispy Kreme. Does your family get Krispy Kreme donuts? Every Sunday. I got two stories of these, and this is great news for you, and Come you're going to get them more. Krispy Kreme right now, until May 4th, is offering a dozen glazed donuts for the price of an average gallon of gas. Oh, right, right, right. So right now it would be like $4.50 or yep. something. Like $4.50 nah, you can get. Average, I guess it would probably be $4. Or somewhere around three fifty to four fifty. so probably yeah, about 4 Yeah, that's great. What is it normally, though? I want to say it's like 10 bucks. It's still pretty cheap. Oh, gosh. Stuff like that, like pizza, I don't even know what it costs anymore because we do it every You're Friday. You're like, I just do it all the time. It, it's so it's like, I don't it. even look at the price. It's just like, we're going to do it. So here, get the pizza. So Sundays are Krispy Kreme Sundays? Yes. We go nice. to church and then Krispy Kreme on the way home. You don't try other like local donut places? It's, no, Kreme? it's not that. I would, but it's uh, it's just on the way. Like, oh, it's, it's just easy. It's just right there. And the kids love it. Yes. Because Krispy Kreme is the sugar uh, high you can eat like one of those. You're like, I'll have five more. Well, yeah, and I feel like it's not as filling as some of the other ones. Yeah, that's where it gets you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's full of sugar. You eat yeah. five of them, you're like, well, I feel like crap. Dang it. <laughs> um, so yes, for until May fourth, so okay. at least two or three Sundays that you have. Thank you. Your donuts will be super cheap. That's so good. you can get two dozen. And let's hope that price of gas goes down yeah, and get cheaper. for all of us. Um, and then Krispy Kreme has also brought back their original glazed cinnamon rolls. Mm. And funny you mentioned Sundays Yummy. because it's exclusively, I can't really say that word well, exclusively happening on Sundays. Okay. So while you get some cheap glazed donuts, you can also get a glazed cinnamon roll. I love it. And they're only here for a limited time. So. I love. Do you like cinnamon rolls? Oh, I love cinnamon rolls. I do rolls. too. You know, it's funny because I'm from Kansas. We eat cinnamon rolls with chili. What does that mean? Why Kansas? I don't know. It's Maybe Midwest too. I'm not entirely sure, but I just know people in Kansas. When we, one of our school meals- was chili cinnamon roll day. Really? Mm-hmm. Like at like school you when you have like, there. oh, we have pizza on Wednesday, mm-hmm. we have uh, hamburgers on Tuesday, whatever. We wow. had a chili and cinnamon roll day. Interesting. And it's not like people dipped it in there. It's just like what you immediately ate after you had the chili. Did you have Mexican food all the time? Never. Crazy. Like that was our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, say, Thursday. I shouldn't say never. I think we had beans and rice at some point. Yeah. But not that I can re- remember, not like that. Wow. Not all the time. Oh, no, that was our life down I, in South Texas. That's crazy. Yeah. How was, well, I shouldn't say it's too crazy because that's, different I food mean, cultures. We are 90% Hispanic down there. Yeah. Like maybe 95. No, nah, maybe 99. Did you guys have square pizzas? Uh, yeah. We had Those re- things we, tasted like crap. We had French bread pizza. <laughs> it was like, uh, like a, it looked like a boat. Hey, y'all had gourmet food. What am I talking about? No, I'm sitting no, over <laughs> here like I had a square plastic pizza. Honestly, I think it was just the, the different shape. It was like a boat, you know. And yeah, like, but on a baguette. Mine was sitting there on cardboard. <laughs> I know. Those are kind of gross. We had circular ones, too. I'm yeah, telling those you, got better. <laughs> through high school, starting from probably sophomore, junior, and I, half of my senior, because I got smart and decided not, not to do it anymore. But I would, every day for lunch, I would eat round pizza, Hawaiian punch, and a Twix. 
every day. Amazing. Every day. I'm surprised I'm living today. Yeah, but don't you look back on that and be like, gosh, I wish I would have taken more advantage of that because like you could eat so much crap food and it didn't I did, matter. I did take advantage of it. I ate it every I day. I know, but like even more than you did. No, because even now sometimes I'm like, I kind of want a Hawaiian punch. I cannot drink that today. Like if I drink a Hawaiian punch today, it hurts my stomach. Yeah. But but my brain's like, why not? Let's just have a Hawaiian punch. Remember, those are so good. And it touches my stomach. And I'm like, oh, that hurts. Like, it's not good. Yes. You know something that I did that with? Because uh, I used to. My dad, we would go out to our property. It was my, my grandparents' land. And we'd either go fish or we'd go shoot some guns, whatever. That was what we kind of did on the weekends when I was growing up. But every and, and one of the things, too, we'd always look for fossils on the side of the road because there would be these huge rock things. They were uh, shell fossils? Yep. Yeah, cool. And he'd go and show me them. But, uh, That's really cool, by the way. Yes, it was amazing. We don't have that, that land anymore. But that so many great memories mm-hmm. out there. Did you find a bunch? Oh, yes. And we would keep them and we'd have them. And I mean, that's also when we had our horses. We'd I heard horses. the other day that a lot of that stuff you can sell, people buy them and they pay good money for it. Oh, I don't be- doubt that. Because it's so cool. It's a, it's yeah. a natural thing. But I I brought that up because on the way, every single time my dad would buy me the big breakfast from McDonald's. That was my breakfast. What was the big breakfast? It's pancakes, um, a hash brown, scrambled eggs, and meat. My dad would eat the meat. The sausage patty or whatever. Yeah, yeah. he'd (laughs) eat that. And then I would eat all the rest of the stuff. And I was like, I don't know, like super young in my teen years. And I put that down like no big deal. It was my Mm -hmm. favorite thing. I tried to eat that recently in like the last six months, right? I ate it. Not even joking you, an hour later, I could not move myself from the floor. I was like, <laughs> I cannot believe it. I can't eat that anymore. Isn't that crazy? I thought I was like broken. I, I was know. like, what just happened to me? I had McDonald's. I know. It's so funny as parents now too, like I look at how I was raised and how we ate and oh my gosh, we just ate crap all day long. My parents, I didn't eat vegetables. Like I'm, I'm not kidding. I ate zero vegetables. What was your staple meal? The one that, like, if your parents asked, what do you want tonight? You would always be like, this is what I want. My mom made the best cheeseburgers. Like, she made the greasiest, juiciest cheeseburgers ever. They were so, so good. But uh, the go-to, though, I guess it was just easy for her, was chicken and rice, Mm -hmm. Spanish rice. And she would make tortillas with it, flour tortillas, and we would just make tacos out of the chicken and rice. That was like our go-to because I guess for her, it was like, oh, what are we going to eat tonight? Oh, something easy. I'll make rice, throw some chicken in it, we're done. That's so, I mean, that's relatively healthy. No, it's not. I mean, Mexican Spanish rice, there's so much like, uh, there's tomato sauce in it, which is high sodium, (laughs) a lot of oil in there to fry the, fry the rice first. Well, Eddie, relatively And then flour tortillas, get out of here. Like, I'm sure all my veins are clogged right now. Yes, but let me just put it in perspective, okay? (laughs) Because I was a vegetarian, Uh I had limited options of what I would allow my dad to cook, Right. And so I would always eat mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, and bread with butter. Oh, 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 that's not good. That's what I'm talking <laughs> I said, compared to mine, yours is pretty rough. Both of our healthy. arteries are all blocked. Yeah, and I still eat like that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I know. I'm like, oh, that's not good for me. I know. You know? Especially on the, like, the weekends. I wake up on Saturdays and I'm like, I need cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, so And good. I'm like, I can't be 10 years old again. Like, I can't. You like, know what? Who says we can't? Well, our no, bodies will our say bodies, we can't. Yeah. And I have learned that the hard way, but you know what? Sometimes it's worth it. I have also learned that. We should live that way, fool however we want, eat whatever we want, and then go take that one test, see if we're good. Right? That's if it. we could just have that test, That's then it. we would know, hey, we're good. We're good. Give me no some more cinnamon deal. toast crunch.
Somebody needs to admit that. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um, also, what happened on the show this week at number four, uh, Lunchbox spilled the tea on you. And we're not going to talk about the tea spilling because that's a fun segment to make people listen to if they haven't heard it. Yeah. Pretty funny, by the way, though. Not true, but funny. You want to make your case? No, I'm, you know, I make my case. I make my case during it. Yeah, but do you feel like you got it all the way out? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's self-explanatory. Maybe. I miscounted. <laughs> Sure, sure, sure. sure. <laughs> um, people were confessing the one food ingredient that ruins an entire dish for them. So this is kind of related to what we were just talking about. But Ooh. if you were to eat a meal and it has this ingredient in it and it ruins it for you. What do I love the most out of everything that you know? Pizza. Yeah. Okay. But if it has olives in it, I'm not touching it. Black I- olives, any olives? E- either one. I think it's the black olives, I guess, the one I see mostly. I rarely yeah. see the green olives. But, like, no, I can't even peel them out because when they make those, it's it's engraved in the cheese. Like, you can't get every piece of olive out even if you tried. And if I take one bite of it, I'm, I, can't eat, I can't eat it. So that is one of the items that you would send back and say, this is unsatisfactory. I can't do it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not paying for that. I'm not eating it. I just can't do it. And I Fair. love pizza. Yeah, you? that's true. I thought I thought we were about to say pineapple, and I thought you were gonna do the whole spiel about no, pineapple. I'm you good like with pineapple. pineapple on pizza. Love, sure. All right, I'll give it a shot. I've never had it. I don't really like pineapple. I've seen. <laughs> I haven't had it either. <laughs> it's the Hawaiian pizza, you know. They have yeah. like ham and pineapple. Yeah. See, I don't eat ham, and I right. don't like pineapple. What's so. your pizza order? Supreme? Cheese. Like just like a re- oh, just cheese. Good old cheese. Wow, you're cheese like, pizza. You're ten years old. Yeah. That's yeah, what, that's what I all the kids che- eat. Listen, somebody asked me my go-to Taco Bell order. It is two cheesy roll-ups, cheesy Fiesta potatoes, and a black bean taco. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I am College life. <laughs> and I am well aware of it. If you take me out to eat, I'm going to eat a grilled cheese or a cheese quesadilla. Oh, my likely. gosh. You're probably going to be like that forever, huh? I've gotten better. Sometimes yeah. I'll eat salads. Not always, but yeah. I've learned that salads can be good and that it is possible to crave a salad. A good old chopped salad? Yes. Have I, you ever had a chopped salad? Maybe. Oh, it's chopped, like from the place out. chopped? Well, yes, because they chop them up there. Okay. But like where it's literally chopped up instead of like they just put the lettuce on there and all this stuff, it's like chopped up so it's like finely yes. mixed together. Yes. That's a bomb salad. That, that, like it's it's like almost like coleslaw. Yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, kind of. I, I mean, I, I like that. I, I'm not opposed to it. My uh, crave salad is Olive Garden. Like I crave their basic salad is that, what you crave. I crave that salad. Eddie, that salad is so basic. It's like iceberg lettuce. I know. With like one carrot Nothing. and maybe an olive. Oh no, but they put that cheese on and they're like, tell me when to stop. And then I look the other way, I'm like, not yet. Just keep it going. <laughs> Don't even make eye contact with me because I want more cheese on it. Eddie, that is the most basic salad. I love it. What is it? Like a Caesar? No, it's it no. is not a Caesar. It's not a Caesar because it has literally like, iceberg lettuce. Some, maybe a jalapeno, maybe an olive, carrots, there. That's not dressing. a jalapeno, by the way. That's a banana pepper. Okay, whatever. I don't eat it. I take it off. <laughs> you eat the big pepper? You yes, take it out? I do. I eat the one black olive that they put in there. Oh, that one? I'm like, get that out of here. <laughs> See, you, can, you get- I'll take the black olive. You can take the banana pepper. <laughs> okay, all right. But that is a basic salad. I love Eddie. it. I love it. Hey, I am who I am, Morgan. I am who I am. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> are you are who you are, clearly. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. (laughs) And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Super fun on the show this week, too, besides Eddie just being who he is I am always. Who I am. Um, we had the longest easy trivia ever, oh. which I feel very proud of myself for. Eddie does not Me feel proud too. of himself. No, I was proud of you, though, because really <laughs> at, at that point, I mean, we were depending on you. Yeah. You were the one thing standing And I way. really held on there for a long time. You did. And I'm, I think had somebody else not held on as long as they did, right. I would have won. Right. But I felt very proud. It. I don't think anyone will, I mean, everyone will understand how hard easy trivia can be. Yeah, no. Because you may know the answer and it may be somewhere in that brain, but to get to that answer in less than what, 20 seconds? Oh, not even like 10 seconds. It's, it's, it's very hard sometimes. Yes, especially, and I even got an answer right to something that I wasn't even alive for. Okay. Which happens often to me. Was that a president? What was that? Jaws. Oh, yeah. Steven There's a question. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. That was like amazing. That that's that was like a Hail Mary. Like yes. Cowboys are down by one touchdown. They throw a Hail Mary. Oh, my gosh. They caught the ball. It's a tied ball game. <laughs> that's what that was like. I was grasping for any straw I had at that moment. But, yeah, that was, it was a fun game. And one, we put it up on Instagram so you can, like, watch the whole thing. It's literally, like, 20 minutes long. Yeah. It was a great time. But, um... I have random questions that I yes. want to ask you. 
comfort things. Okay, you know when you're like in this situation, you're like, I just need comfort right now, right? <laughs> what is your comfort movie that you watch? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Man, like Field of Dreams, I love. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Like that one just makes me mm-hmm. feel good mm-hmm. always. Uh, Shawshank Redemption makes me. That's a little weird. Feel good. Have you seen it? No, but that's a little weird because no, no, I know what it's about. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I've heard a lot of things and about no, that movie. No, and you need to watch it. <laughs> you need to watch this I movie. I already have movie assignments. Eddie. I watched it with my 14-year-old, and he was like, Dad, that's that's, that's an amazing movie. Yeah. Well, and he's 14, and it's from the 90s. Okay, well, maybe it'll be added to my uh, list after I'll, Austin Powers. I'll send him a note. <laughs> <sighs> You? Lovely. What are your um, uh, comfort movies? But I, th- I have a feeling I'm going to watch that movie and be like, this is a terrible comfort movie. I just have a feeling. No, it's so comforting. <laughs> but those two are yours. Yes. Not, not what What about It's a Beautiful Life? Or the, the black and white movie that you love? Which one? The Christmas time one? Yeah. That's a Christmas movie. Okay, so you only watch it at Christmas time. I watch all black and white movies, but um, I, I'm, oh my gosh, I do like, I do like 1940s noir Noir. <laughs> it's called noir, I think. You mean noir? 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 Noir. I call it noir. I don't know. It's it's basically <laughs> black and white 1940s crime movies. Crime? Crime. Oh my and, gosh, Eddie. That that's like painful to watch. Oh, it's so good. And I don't sometimes I don't even make it through it because some they're so boring I fall asleep. But I love the feeling of watching a black and white movie at night about some cheesy crime and they're trying to find out who did it. And I love it. And they're just like, all right, Johnny, where were you last night at two o'clock? What do you mean? I was here. Like, I love the sound of the movies and how they look. And that's black and white movies to me are very comforting. Okay. Oh. I, well, I wondered. You didn't have one on the list. Yeah, I know. But but go to, oh my gosh, Field of Dreams is just all time comforting movie. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. I, I've recently added some to my thing. It was always Sweet Home Alabama. Mm. That was like my. Never seen it. You need okay, to watch that. Let's make a deal. If I end up on the show having to watch Shawshank no, Redemption. No, forget the show. Let's make a deal, you and me. Okay. I don't think my wife's seen Just it. Just don't give me a timeline because me having to be on I the know, timeline for the other ones is hard. It's a lot of pressure. But yes, we can, I will shake on it right now. You okay. watch Sweet Home Alabama and I'll watch Shawshank deal. Redemption. Deal. And then we can talk about it on this. Yes. So that gives us at least like 10 weeks, I Love think. it. Okay. Love it. Yes, we can do that. Um, but Sweet Home Alabama, Ready Player One. That's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. I've you wouldn't even think about on. it. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even think that it's a good movie because no so one talks good. about it. I know, but it's so good. So good. And I just love rewatching it. Like if I just need to turn off my brain, I put it on. Or do you think that can be real? Yes. Yeah. I we're already there. We're headed there. Uh, not really. Yes, we are. Virtual really. reality is happening. But we're not that dependent. Oh, it is happening that, more than that. you think. People are starting to use it for business meetings. No, I get it, but not like that. In 20 years? 20 years? I think that could be a reality. All right, maybe. I have. I just have a feeling. Not maybe to that extent of how bad it gets, but I think as indulgent as we are in social media, I think it's very easily the next step. Okay. Um, and then Marvel movies. I'll throw on any Marvel All of them. Yeah. <laughs> Every single like one. I just like look at one I haven't How's seen a little bit. How's that comforting, though? It's so stressful. It turns off my brain. I don't think about anything. I don't okay. have to think about like romance. I don't have to think about real life, friendships, work. It's All just like visual so, stimulation. It's so not real life that when I put it on, my brain literally turns off. Okay, then take Field Dreams out. I'm doing all black and white movies because that's how I feel. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. if that's the definition, that's exactly how I feel well, when yeah, I watch black and white. Well, yeah, because I see movies. comfort as like just getting away from whatever's bothering me, right? Yeah. And just like for a moment, forgetting that. 
comfort would be like me turning that on and turning off my brain completely? Ooh, I like that's a good question. I'm gonna ask people that. Yes, that's, that's a, a good question. One. I like black it. and white. Okay, so then what's your favorite comfort snack? And not food. It, well, it just it was snack. Let's go snack. Oh. I know it would be pizza if it was food, so snack. <sighs> Cheetos. Hot Cheetos or just regular Cheetos? Ooh, I love hot Cheetos, but I have to have Coke with hot Cheetos. Mm, no, you can't have that. You and can I can't have, have Coke, so yeah, there's no way I can eat hot Cheetos without well, a drink. Well, if that is your complete, you know what? If you have Coke and okay. Cheetos and that's your complete. Okay, then Coke, regular Coke with hot Cheetos, flaming hot Cheetos. Come for a snack. You like to destroy yourself in <laughs> I really do. Man, I feel like crap a few hours <laughs> after that, too, for sure. Fair. Um, mine is a grilled cheese. It's a grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. If that, I'm sick, mm, that could be a that can be a, a food though. Oh no, like it's a sandwich. Yes, but it's like it is like my with my diet. <laughs> take take that out and it, okay. something that's a snack. That's literally, I mean, like can be in a bag. It can be like mm-hmm. just a little bit mm-hmm. of this nuts, whatever. I do love nuts. I love cashews. Cashews are your favorite, mm, but that's not my comfort snack. No. Okay. I mean, <laughs> Taco Bell. Um, <laughs> you can't do that. That's a meal. I know. Uh... Cheese and crackers. Okay. That's a snack. Uh, ch- like like adult cheese or like easy yes. cheese? No, I, I do love easy <laughs> cheese, but let's be honest, my stomach cannot handle that. Adult cheese and crackers. Okay. Ritz crackers or like fancy crackers? No, like fancy crackers. Okay. Like Trader Joe's, I get their yeah. pita crackers and I get some cheddar cheese. That's, Life's good. That's us getting old. Or just shredded cheese. I can eat shredded cheese out of, listen, I used to, when I used to watch things growing up, I would put shredded cheese in a bowl and I'd eat it. Out of the bowl. Really? <laughs> That's funny. Like just a pinch full nope. and then put it in, in your mouth. <laughs> it tastes so much different than when it's as it, a block. Sure it does. I don't know why. It really does. What's your favorite kind of cheese? Have we talked about this? Sounds familiar. Yes, I think so. Manchego. <laughs> Manchego. Is that, is that goat cheese? No, it's, it's not like a goat, kind of goat cheese. It's like an Italian cheese. It's so good. There she is. Italian. So good. I know. There it is. Do you have a favorite cheese? I just like cheddar. Good old cheddar. And, and I'm starting to um, go a little more into the... the uh, what is it? Sharp. Sharp cheddar. You know, and like some that was all mild before, and then you go in a little more medium cheddar, and then like sharp cheddar. You need to go to Trader Joe's cheese section because it will blow your mind. I've heard my wife goes and she comes back. She surprised. I said, she went to the store and I was like, hey, will you get a couple bottles of wine and just some cheese? Oh, sure. She came back with five bottles of wine and like <laughs> literally 10 blocks of cheese. I love I was like, I'm not going to eat. We're not going to eat all that cheese. And she says, no, cheese will last forever. I'm like, okay. And it's so good. Yeah. It's so good because also Trader Joe's, their wine's like five bucks, Mm -hmm. maybe 10. That's what she said. That was her argument. And then all the cheeses are so many good ones. Yeah. I don't, I've gone once to Trader Joe's. Oh, it's my favorite place. Yeah, I need to go with her next time. It's my happy place, but people say it's a cult, so just leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. You're sucked in. But next time she goes, tell her to get Manchego cheese because they Manchego. have it Manchego, okay. And it is so good. Put it with a little bit of their um, fig butter on a cracker. Fig butter. You will love your life. Okay. You're welcome. That's like a char- char- charcuterie board. <laughs> Char- <laughs> took, took a minute charcuterie. to get there. Um, okay, and last one. What is your favorite comfort activity? Golf. Ooh, nice. Golf. Go out there. I mean, I do like fishing, mm-hmm. but fishing is tricky because uh, it just depends. You can have a, a day of like just catching nothing or you get your line stuck all the time. You kind of hurt yourself, hurt your ego. Yeah. And it's just mm-hmm. like, well, that was kind of a waste. But I do love the process of going fishing. And now I've stepped it up to where I don't take bait. Well, uh, I I use lures for the most part because I, I, I bass fish, but 
I, I have a net now, a casting net, where I catch my own bait. You're so official. Oh, so I am like legit fishing. Uh huh. And and sometimes I'm like, they're not, they're not biting any of this. I, maybe I need a real worm. I'll go. Oh my gosh, somebody's gonna see me doing this one one, day, one of these days. I'll go under boulders and like pick up boulders and look for real worms. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Eddie. And if I find a real earthworm, guess what? They love that the most. Oh, yeah. Listen, my dad would pick up stuff from the bait shop, but I refused. There's two things I refuse to do when we go fishing. I love doing it. I love going with my dad, sitting and fishing. I would not put the hook on the the, the worm oh, on the hook. See, that's so annoying for your dad. Oh, trust me. And he, he was fine with it because uh, I was like, I like wanted he was to. And he was teaching me things. It just grossed me out because it was a living thing. I yeah. hate hunting. That's not my, uh-huh. things are all living to me. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> so when then, then when I would catch a fish, I would hold on to it for a brief moment and then I'd give it back to him and he'd throw it back in the water. Those were like my two, my stipulations <laughs> of going fishing. Yeah. But I loved it. It was so fun. It is so much fun. It's relaxing. It's peaceful. But earthworms are so gross. They are. They're but, so squirmy. But I'm going golf because I can just do that by myself. I can do that with people. I, I love playing golf. Do you go to the golf range when you really... Just no. want to hit things? No, I just go, I play around by myself. Dang. And well, hopefully. That's like four hours, isn't it? Yes, four hours. But hopefully uh, I, I do enjoy like doing it by myself. Sometimes they'll team me up with people and it's fun. I'll meet people, whatever. You're like I tried to come out here by myself. That was not the plan. Yes. But sometimes they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have room for a single. So we'll team you up with like three other people. So you're like trying to be by yourself while also having to play with strangers. Yes. That's awkward. Yes, I know. I, I know. would say no, thank you. Yeah. I'll go to the range. I'll go fishing. That's when you go to Top Golf. You sit by yourself, have a beer, get some food, just hit some balls. For four hours. Yeah. yeah why not? I mean, it's still golf, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. Um, and then that. At number two this week, we had someone on the show who is getting a movie role, which is massive news. Mm-hmm. Massive, massive news. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Eddie, if you could be in any movie, what would it be? <sighs> any movie at all? Like, this is a weird, this is a loaded question because is it because I want to be part of that character Just, or because I'd be good at being that character? Eddie, don't think about it so complicated. Forrest Gump. <laughs> I want to be Forrest Gump. See? I think I could be Forrest Gump. There you go. I can. Like you could be in any movie you wanted and that would be it. <laughs> yes, I would love to be Forrest Gump. That would be really cool yeah. though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh. And then I'd win Oscars mm-hmm. and I'd be famous. Yes, get, put me in Forrest Gump. Right. What about you? Avengers. Um, I'd be a superhero. Oh, wow. Okay, mm-hmm. what would your what would your superpower be? I don't know. I mean, I think I'd want to be like Captain Marvel because she's so BA. She's so badass. Like, I love her. Like, Everything sh- about her is powerful. That one's one of my favorites, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. Like, it just when I think of Marvel, that one pops up. I thought she was so cool in that movie. Well, I think it's really cool. It's a woman that is just incredibly powerful, and more yeah, often than like not, Black super- Widows, they're powerful. The two girls, the sisters, or whatever, but that's, it doesn't. Work it's not the same. the same because Captain Marvel got superpowers, and you know she was challenged so much because she was a pilot in the army, and nobody yeah. believed in her because she was a woman. Yeah, and then it's like she goes and she literally becomes one of the most like powerful beings. Mm. Makes sense. Which is really cool. Yeah, that is cool. It's a different level than Black Widow, who is like an assassin and turns good and like can kick anybody's butt. But superpowers are different. What other f- female? Uh, Superheroes well, you there. also have Wanda. Oh who's yeah, Wanda. Super powerful. Arguably, maybe as powerful as Captain Marvel. Man, I think of Wanda, and I just think of uh, Olsen twin. Yeah, she is. She's the a youngest singer. one. Not oh, no, one she's of sister. them. She's sister. She's sister. Yeah. The youngest Olsen. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And she's stupid talented. Like, really? Just as an actress, yes. So stupid talented. Never saw WandaVision. 
You should. That's a good one. Okay. Did you ever? Mm, did you watch the Star Wars shows? <sighs> I, I started it. I started Boba Fett. Remember I told you, and I have yeah. not. You haven't continued. continued. No. Dang it. Sorry. You still have that assignment. I know. And then we'll move on to Home Sweet Alabama. <laughs> home Sweet Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. Oh, whatever, whatever. Okay. Home um, Sweet. And at number one, we had Show and Tell. I want to know. We, you know, I both brought things, and we mm-hmm. we talked about those in this this segment that you guys can hear on on part two of the best bits. But is there something else you almost brought? Something else of your collection, or maybe you have like a crazy talent that you wanted to show? I mean, the one that my go to always is the piece of the meteor, which. Oh, yeah. You've brought that in before. Because it's so cool to me. Like the backstory of it real quick is that I was out. I was working for the news station and I was a cameraman. They sent me out to go cover a marathon in Texas and I am videoing the marathon and I just let the camera roll on the runners coming towards me. And as I look up at the runners right behind them in the sky, there was a huge meteor, like huge, a huge line across the sky that flew. And I was like, oh, my gosh, did I get that on camera? And I look and I rewind it. And sure enough, I got it on camera. <laughs> so I took it to work. And the stupid, like, weekend producer is like, cool. I mean, what do you want me to do with that? A meteor in the sky? Yeah. Like, call CNN. Oh, now that would have immediately been on the news. Call CNN. What's call all the majors. Like, send it out. Uh, no. I'll just do I'll do a little write-up on it, whatever. So they did a little write-up. Sure enough, it blew up. CNN, BBC, NBC News, ABC News, CBS News, Fox News, all of them. Uh, this is on Monday, by the way. I shot it on Sunday, and it didn't it didn't even come to like everyone's mind till Monday. And the <laughs> boss was like, you need to come in because it was my day off because everybody wants to interview you. So they all interviewed me. All the major news stations interviewed me, and I was like, yeah, I was uh, you know, videoing the sky and uh, saw a meteor and all this stuff. And then NASA got a hold of it, like, oh, well, let me see that video where you sent it to us because we want to kind of see where it landed. They ended up finding where it landed, and they found, like, tons of pieces of the meteor, and then they awarded me with a piece. That's pretty cool. As one of the huge, uh, one of the playmakers that helped them locate the actual meteor. And now you got to keep it and now you bring it in every single Uh, time. I think it's here somewhere because I don't think I took it back. I think I left it in a drawer back there. I I was going to say, Ed, if it got left here, it might have gotten thrown away. (laughs) Yeah, knowing you, it's probably in the trash. one time, okay? You got all my stuff and threw it in the trash. I asked you and I Mm -hmm. gave you things to take home. That's not true. And it's still sitting in my car. Yeah, okay. See, this is why I got moved out of the studio. (laughs) So you would have brought your yeah, meteor. That, that was I mean, going to be your other piece. Usually my go-to. You? That's fair. I mean, I had a collection, which is what I impromptu changed from on air when you hear me run out of the studio and then come back in. Yes. I had. What was that? Well, I had. I had two things. One, I was going to do my my back handspring in studio. Interesting. That was my show and tell my yeah. show side of that. Show the handspring. But we weren't in our usual studio and we weren't on video, so I was like. Because of all of our equipment breakdown, mm-hmm. I was like, I can't do that. That's not going to work. And so that I would have been brought, really cool, by the way. Yeah, that would have been my show. Better than Ray shotgunning a beer. <laughs> That's his talent. <laughs> he can shotgun. It's so cool. Hey, but it's not even that it was a mini beer. I know. Like it was the size of my thumb. What we learned is Ray does not have other talents. Right. Um, but, and then my other collection in there was like all the lanyards I've kept from working in radio, and there's like 500 of them. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, 
You think about, I mean, all the places you've gotten to go, backstages, access that most people can't get. It's really cool. It is, and there's so many of them, and when you see them all, you're like, holy crap, I can't believe girl. you kept every single one. Mm-hmm. I just kept putting them away in like a little memory box, and then over time, they, I'm like, okay, I have so many. I yeah. don't know that I need any more at this point. That's there's awesome. like 500 in there. That's really cool. Yeah, so those were all my other collections. But I'm glad you also still have a piece of your meteor that makes you very happy. I'm going to look Even though it. we all give you a really hard time about it. <laughs> I know. It's so cool. It, it is really cool. It's just because you, you keep bringing it up. I'm glad you have a new one, hey, which is your lay. There's not much. It's fine. Listen, you know, I had Hampshire Magazine. That's what I ended up talking I know, about. Which okay? was funny, by the way. Oh, it's funny. Oh, man. Well, Eddie, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks, this was Morgan. Fun. It was fun. I'm sad. We... I have to run. I have a dentist appointment out in, the, in a completely different city, which yeah. is why we had to... Uh, not talk as long, but I think Eddie and I could always talk for like two hours long. We could have gone for another hour. I know. So that means the next time you come on the podcast, oh, we're just four hours. Have to do extra long. Four hour podcast. We'll stay up here for a whole show <laughs> because I feel bad. Yeah, but I think we're good. I'm so glad you hung out with me. Thanks yeah. for, for staying and, and saying hi to everybody for Thanks a little bit. Thanks for having me. It was and fun. sharing all your comforts, all the things that make you happy. I love all the little topics you come up with. Like it's it's really fun. I try really hard. Food world. Listen, we talk it. about so many things on the show. So trying to come up with things on this one that you guys haven't heard before. I know there's always some that we dip into that is like, oh, I think we might have mentioned that before. Yeah. But you try really hard not to. But I also do like being asked and then thinking on the spot and then being like changing my mind in the middle of it. No, 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 no. Take it back. <laughs> take it back. This is my favorite. Which is definitely what you did a few times <laughs> Always. Today. That's okay. Well, Eddie, thank you so much. Tell the people where they can listen to you, where they can find you. At Producer Eddie on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And then Sore Losers Podcast. You got to hear uh, me, Ray, and lunch. Just be stupid. Yeah, you want to hear the locker room chat. Hit up the guys on Sore Losers Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, it's a good time, and you've probably heard it bleed into the the best bits a few yeah, times because of Ray. Um, and I'm at Web Girl Morgan on all the things, at Bobby Bone Show on all the things. Y'all have a fabulous weekend. I love y'all so much, Eddie. I love you guys so I love much. You. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.